let's get started on to the daf today is the daf Samach number number 60 and we are we're very close two weeks away week and a half away something like that and we're going to do a review right right Okay, the so only time when you should finish uh, is that anyway? Baruch Hashem, let's get started. Correct. All right, anyway, we'll do a review of yesterday's afternoon test and get to today's. We are learning Lili Nishmas from Abashmol Shemim and Nisham Avnaliyah, as well as Daniel Bernet Baruch Ben Yudaleib Ve'Amy, and also Naftali Yosef Ben Chaim Nisan Alevi, and also Rufuah Shleima to all who need it. And with that, we're going to start our review. Okay, good. Okay, right then. So we started off yesterday at um, um, the bottom of the page, I think, of uh, towards the bottom of Nun Ches Amud Beis, and uh, we said how much can a woman uh, be tola on? So we saw very interesting machlokas. Could be that it's a very basic machlokas. It's machlokas between Ravuna. And Rav Chizah, Rav Huna's position is, is that, uh, that when we say that you could be Tola Kegris, that means up unto a Gris, uh, we say is due to the Macholas. But already once it's the size of a Gris, then it's not able to be Tola. And uh, Rav Chizah says, no, when it's Kigris, it's still when you can say that it's probably the Macholas. But when it's more than a Gris, that's when it's not, uh, not able to, uh, to be Tola. Okay, um, so the Gemara wanted to know: Is this a machlokas between Rav Huna Rav Chizda in whether, in general, we apply the the uh, expression of adva the idea of adva ad bechal or ad ad bechal until does until mean until and including? It doesn't mean only until and not including. So the Gemara says not necessarily. It could be that in general um, there's. You know, it could go either way. It depends. Ad v'ad b'chlal or ad v'lo'ad b'chlal. And the reason why we don't apply it here or we do we is based on l'chumra or whatever is l'chumra. If it's l'chumra to say ad v'ad b'chlal, then we'll say ad v'ad b'chlal. It's l'chumra to say ad v'lo'ad b'chlal since it's like not sure, so to speak. How do we, when we say until, do we mean until to until and including or not? So we take the stringent stance because each person uses the way, language how they use it, and there's really no way to know what they meant uh, for sure, and therefore we just take the stringent take to play it on the safe side. That is Shitas Ravuna. Rav Chizda says that in general, in all areas, indeed, we would take that Chumra position and not Lukula, because you're right, people sometimes when they say until, they mean until and including, and sometimes they don't. But... Over here, we go to the Rabbi Avo, who says that in general, all Shira Chachamim are Lachmir, except the Gris of the Ksamim, which is the Hakel. Because, uh, again, like we saw before, Rabbi uh, Akiva Shita in the Mishnah, that we can take a lenient stance. So the same idea, basically, is, uh, is being applied as well here. That, uh, that because Ksamim is in the Rabbanim, the Rabbanim were Mekel more. Okay. 
there's others that have this whole discussion of Rav Huna in a not referencing the Mishnah, but in general. How do we look at a gris? Is it kigris kiyasr mikigris? Or is kigris kipachs mikigris? And in the machlokas is an ad This is the version B. And um, like we said before. Took us to a question. We said if there were a number of drops of blood um, below and a number of drops above, so some were bigger than the size of a gris, some were less than the size of a gris, we said the we tola the largest one we tola until the gris. Does that mean uh, until the gris is like is like less than a gris? Meaning that what it sounds like from the text. So it says no, um, uh, meaning we're measuring from the side. The bigger ones are um, are not allowed, not acceptable all the way down until the gris. Anyway, bottom line is you could read it in the other way if you want to. Next thing we talked about is if you find a kigris ve'od, you find a little more than a gris, but next to the ve'od, next to that extra part, there's a dead bug, a dead louse. So Rebchinina says it's Tamea, and Rebchinina says it's Torah. Rebchinina says it's Tamea because the whole allowance is only to the size of gris. This is more than a gris. And um, and therefore we're not told. And according to Rav Yanai, it's Torah because that's when there's no bug. But here we have a dead bug. So clearly, some of the blood is from the macholas. The rest of it is less than a gris, and therefore we can be uh, make. You get it? Okay. Um, and um, so that's the story. Rabbi Yermia um, asks a question: What if a woman was dealing with exactly the size of gris, and now she finds herself more than a gris on her? Do we say, let's say, whatever she was working with, like a small and a very small bird or something that has very little blood? Anyway, so uh, this question is applicable to both Rabchanina and Rabyanin, because according to Rabchanina, Rabchanina was saying that she's Tamei over there uh, because she wasn't dealing with, uh, with blood. Over here, she's dealing, maybe it's better, and you could be told it. Um, or may, or uh, you could even ask in Ravyani, maybe Ravyani only says Torah because it's like, because the bug is right on there. But over here, there is no bug on there, so maybe we would say, look, if it's more than a gris, how did it get there? Obviously, it's nothing to do with a uh, bird. So, we didn't have an answer. So, the Gemara brought a raya from uh, Halacha. It says that if somebody, um, if a woman is involved with the red color, we don't say that black is excused because of the red. It's completely different. If she's dealing with a very small amount, we don't say um, the a larger amount is due to that. Now, what does it mean, a large amount? What, what are we saying here? We're saying that if it's a little bigger than the amount of blood that you, she was working with, so then we wouldn't say that it, that it comes from there. Isn't that sound like exactly our question? And it's saying that it's a problem? So the verse says, no, maybe it's talking about where she was busy with the gris, and then she found on her body like two greasin and more. So all that all the thing that she was busy with was a gris, and now there's two greasin and more there. So isn't that a, that's what the case could be. So the Gemara says that quite obvious. It's obviously uh, uh, there's a more than a gris coming from somewhere else besides from her. From her. So um, obviously what are you going to say? It's going to be, it's a stain that will make her tummy. So it's too obvious. The Gemara says, no, not true. Because you could say that perhaps that gris that, that she was Osekis in, involved in, was placed right in the center of that stain, and it blocked 
basically blocked it into two stains that were now less than a gris in each, and each one of those less than a gris, we can discount and say that it's due to a macholas, and the kamashma is that we don't say that. We say that, no, if it's more than that, then it's not, not going to be unacceptable. Um, next we saw is that if you find from one type, so then that can cover for many types. Um, um, so the Gemara says, I, red, it doesn't work for black. Uh, when she's involved in red, it doesn't help her for black. So the Gemara says that's different. Um, that's one answer. Or Ava says that when she was involved with one type, then you could count with many types. And um, how does that fit in with our version of Nisaska Be'edom? You can't do it black. So the Gemara says, if she was dealing with something, meaning a single animal, like a chicken, that has many types of blood in the chicken. So therefore, basically, even though it was one animal, we are choshesh, that any color, any various shade is potentially possible to come from there. And that's what we'd automatically blame it on and not say that it's the woman's stomach. Next thing we said is that, oh, there's a story with a woman. Um, um, there's a story with a woman. Okay. Uh, um, there's um, and she went to Rabbi Akiva. So the Bryce says that the Chachamim um, weren't makel, weren't they being machmir by by saying something or or usher? So what does that mean? They trying to be makel. That doesn't really fit in. So the Gemara says Rabbinic says no. They don't want to be makel on the Torah, but they want to be machmir on the Torah. But once they're being machmir on the Torah, the Chachamim are only usher midar since only they didn't uh, go all in and start uh, answering every potentially possible that you can. Anytime there is something to excuse it on, it doesn't have to be from there. We're not going to be matam. Um, next, we talked about the last case of the aid, the the, the, uh, the check-in cloth, and if it's a round shape, it's not tummy. If it's a if it's a elongated shape, then it is tummy. Um, and the question is, are the Rabbanon arguing with Rabbi Lezer Because that she knows Rabbi Lezer Ratzadik, do the Rabbanon argue or not? We brought a Raya, because it says that a Kesem Aruch is Mitzdar, but deep in deep in it's not. If it's going like Rabbi Lezer it sounds like, it, if it's long shaped, then it's any size it would be Yasser. Um, um, and what are you saying? It's going like the Rabbanon. So that we see the Rabbanon disagree. So the verse says, no, it's going like Rabbi Lezer what is Rabbi Lezer Ritzadik called? The only way the checking cloth, where she's actually checking herself inside her body, that's when it doesn't need the shear. But anywhere outside the body, where it's just like uh, came onto a garment, that of course does require a shear, even according to uh, Rabbi Lezer Ritzadik. And, uh, and that's why it does fit in. Now, uh, we brought a raya, though, as it says, Rabbi Yudas, the name of Shemot, Allah follows Rabbi Lezer Ritzadik, which proves that the Chacham argue. Otherwise, it would be uh, you wouldn't say such a line, and that's a proof that in the end the Chacham do disagree, but doesn't change the bottom line that we pass in like Rabbi Lezer Tzadok, and that brought us to the Mepharek on the Kesem and Even if it's a Beketbet, Mashu, does it still mean elongated part and not round, correct? Correct. Okay, just want to make sure. Yes, if it's in that, said mashu, you know, you would say if it's uh, in the correct shape, then it's even mashu. And yeah. the idea being is this That's is right. true when a woman on the checking cloth it's round, then and there's it's blood, it's it doesn't matter what. <clears throat> no, we, the, in the checking cloth when there's round, we 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 say it doesn't wipe that way. 
into That's a round right. shape. So it must be that that was the not machol. from the check. It was from a machol. right? And therefore, there's nothing if it's more or less than. And of course, right? And it's not coming from her. Yeah. If, however, it's um, in a long shape, it does not need a shear. And when a woman te- checks herself with the checking glove, it does not have a shear. Yeah. Any amount will be metame. Okay. Okay, the next thing is uh, we talked about a woman who, uh, who found blood in her urine. So uh, is that a, sin, a simon of, uh, of being a nida? Okay, so it's not locus. Rameir says if she's standing, then we assume that she's tummy. If she's sitting when she urinated, then she's tahora. Rabbi Yossi says either way she's tahora. Um, and uh, we'll explain in the Gemara the reason. Uh, we mentioned actually Rameir mm-hmm. earlier. A man and a woman are urinating into the same uh, bedpan, and there's blood in the water. And now, who's it from? So, Rabbi Yossi is Metayer, because we don't know who it's from. Rabbi Shimon is Metame, because blood most likely comes from the woman, because she's the one who has more of a reg, more likely to see blood. It's very rare for a man to see blood, and therefore, we follow the most likely li- likelihood, and that's the way it works. So, that's Rabbi Shem Brings us to the Gemara. First of all, what's the difference in Rabbi Meir between standing and sitting? The idea is, is that when standing, is that the, perhaps the urine drew out, went, you know, went back into her body, and it drew out the blood from in the cavity. Um, so the Gemara says that, uh, uh, why is that true about the Yosheves as well? So the answer is, is that, so Shmuel says, when she was sitting, she was urinating with force. Um, and that's the difference. So the Gemara says, ah, isn't it still a question? Maybe after she finished urinating, the blood comes out. So the Gemara says, no, she was sitting at the edge of the bedpan, and she was urinating into the bedpan, and therefore, if there was blood, it would have touched the walls, and it wasn't on the walls, it was only in the middle. So it does make, it, doesn't, it can't be coming from the same part of her body. It would have been found there. Um, next, we saw the halacha uh, follows in this case like Rabbiosi. Rabbi also told this person Kala that the halacha is like Rabbiosi, that standing or sitting. Okay. Next, we saw is the case of the man and woman. So, um, what would the question the Gemara wanted to know? What would Rabbi Meir say? in the scenario of, of a man and a woman, where there's like a now a double doubt. So does Rebbe Meir say, only when there's only one doubt, and they're both standing, okay? Meir says there's only one doubt, um, and therefore, um, 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 but what would Rebbe say? Does Rebbe say only one doubt is, uh, uh, okay, uh, is, is, is problematic, but uh, when it's a Svek Sveka, so he's not Metama, Oh, because uh, even though she's standing, but it's still a svek sveka now. Or maybe he doesn't make a distinction. It's right. a sofik medirabona. Sofik medirabona is, is the hokel. Yes, but even though that is true, we should be a makel over here. But uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Meir says that uh, that uh, um, it's not 100%. The whole din ksamim is, the chachamim are saying since... Oh, there is medirabona. They, they were guys there because of the doubt. You understand that's a, that was what the gzeir of the rabbanon is because maybe it's uh, it's damnida, it's only a possibility, but maybe it is. So that's where the that's where the concept came from. So anyway, the bottom line but is. But the Mishnah says what? that Rabbi Meir comes up, so he's positive, not a not a at all. 
No, the, it, it, we say yeah, that yeah, most yeah. likely that's what happened, but it's not, it's not a vaday. He's not saying that it's because it's a vaday. But she's he's a tmeya. He, she's tmeya if she's standing. Like, right. So he makes a tmeya for the suffolk. That's his zak, right? But anyway, okay. Um, yeah, uh, but anyway, the, okay. So it still doesn't change the fact that it's not a hundred percent. Okay. Maybe, maybe it came from the urine. Maybe it came from there. He says the yeah, likelihood is okay. that it came from there. Okay, because she's standing. Okay, still a suffix. But anyway, now it's a double suffix. Maybe even he will be makel, or we don't make a distinction. So Rishlakish says we don't make a distinction. How do I know we don't make a distinction? Because when the Gemara says Rabbiosi in the next case was said, uh, in the case Rabbiosi was metayer when there was a man and a woman, it only says Rabbiosi. It doesn't say Rameyer vir Rabbiosi metayerin. So proof that Rameyer is not mote over there. So the Gemara says if that's true, so then um, um, so now the Rameyer in Svek Svek is metame. So why would he talk about it in one seva? The answer is, is that uh, to tell you how far Rabbi Yossi is going, that even with one suffix is metayr. Ah, if he's, uh, if, so why they argue in one suffix to tell you how far Rabbi Yossi is metayr? Why not argue in Svek Sveka to tell you how far a mayor is machmir? The answer is, koch adif. Okay, so we always prefer to tell you the chidush of the koch So that's the answer. Ah, Rabbi Yochran says, no, Rabbi Yochran, it was the only thing he's done by one suffix, not by two svekas. And therefore, in the sitting case, even a mayor would admit to Rabbi Yossi. Aye. Um, if so, why doesn't it say Rameir for Rabbi Yossi Mitarin? You're right, you could have said that. But, but since we just mentioned Rabbi Yossi last, so we just started with Rabbi Yossi. But we didn't, buy, you know, we didn't go back to Rameir because we were already in Rabbi Yossi's position. Now, if Rabbi Yossi is Matir even with one suffix, so why would you have to say that he's Matir in a Svek Sveka? It's a Kolshkin. So the answer is, is that uh, you might think that's only if you did so. After this woman um, went and was involved in Tyrus, do we have to be all the Tyrus that she was involved in? Maybe that's where he says no. By saying in two cases, it shows you that even L'Chadchila, we say, your mom is and we don't worry about it, we'll tell you L'Chadchila, you could be involved in Tyrus. That's how far we're taking it. Okay. And then we brought Brisa, like Rabbi Yochanan, against Rishlakish. Says Beferish Ishvisha that urinated the Sochasafal, and you find Damalamayim, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi are Metair, which is exactly um, his position. Rabbi Shimon is still Metame. Oh. That brought us to the next question. You have a woman who is sitting. What would Rabbi Shimon say about her? just a woman who is sitting? Okay, now remember, a mayor said when the woman's sitting, we don't say it's coming from her. Um, for uh, that she's an Ida. But what about Rabbi Shimon? So do we say that Rabbi Shimon is only agreeing with Rabbi Meir, that it's only when she's standing because the, then the, the urine pulls out the blood, but sitting not? Or do we say it doesn't make a difference? So he brought a right because <coughs> it says in the Brisa, you, if she's sitting, you can be Tola. If she's standing, it can't be Tola. That she does Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yossi says, either way, we're still Tola, sitting or standing, even standing. And Rabbi Shimon says, either way, we're not Tola. So that's the bottom line. Rabbi Meir is Machmir Gamri, completely Machmir. So the Shaila is, what would Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon say when you have a double suffix? She's sitting, and it was an Ishvi Isha, so maybe it came from the man. <coughs> so what's the, what would he say? Uh, what would Rabbi Shimon say? Do we say Rabbi Shimon says only when it's a medes? 
So there's still one suffix. And uh, that's the and that's the fact. But if she's sitting and it's now a double suffix, maybe even he'll agree. Um, or do we say it doesn't matter? And the right down is that Rib Shimon says Chazaka Cheskas Isha. Doesn't matter standing, doesn't matter sitting. Once we have established this rule, that most likely when she sits, she's the one who regularly sees blood. Any blood that we find, it's, if it's, we can assume it's coming from her, and that's the bottom line, and that is Rabbi Shimon Shita. So it's the three Wimachlokas over here, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Meir. And we already saw that we're going with the most coolest Shita of Rabbi Yossi in this area. All right, and that is as far as we got to yesterday.